When life gets hard, don't run away from the one thing that can really save you. When life starts to life, go to God, regardless of however that looks for you. If it's just praying, maybe like once a day or twice a day and like once again the other day or reading one page of your Bible, just don't leave God out of that equation when you're going through something tough. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the More Purpose Podcast, where we talk everything from faith to finances. I'm your host, Clarence. And your co-host, Marlon. And we have a returning guest who is special to us, you know what I'm saying? You know she gained. Y'all loved their episode with her and her two friends, my cousin, my girlfriend, you know what I'm saying? They got lit on that episode. If you ain't watched it already, go watch it. But we have Miss Lauren Freeman on the episode. Welcome back. Yes, you sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And y'all loved their episode so much, we decided to get the Bible historian back up here. My fault, that's too much pressure. Oh. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. She's not a Bible historian yet. Yet? We're going to say yet. That's him. But yeah. they have some, yeah, they, yeah <laughs> hey, listen, they have some good insight <laughs> because of the Bible, good perspectives. But we're just going to really have a regular conversation. It's no set topic yet, but we just let the conversation flow. But while we was talking before the camera started, we were talking about idols to the point where Ron told us to stop talking and say for the camera. <laughs> so, as we were saying with idols and everything, or for those that don't know what an idol is, can y'all explain what an idol is real quick? Whoever feels led to. Are you pointing at me? It's no, crazy. I was saying, would you like to go? No, you go first. Um, I feel like a idol is anything that's taking your time away that you could be using for God, mm-hmm. or anything that's taking up that space in your mind, honestly. Got you. And why do y'all think it's not good to have an idol other than God? Or, was the, or, or what does the word say? I mean, ultimately, you're worshiping that idol. So, mm-hmm. like she said, so the worship that's supposed to be going to God is going to that thing, that person, or, you know what I'm saying, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And worship is not just, okay, I'm lifting my hands and I'm worshiping, mm-hmm. but worshiping is with your time, like your uh, your actions, all of that stuff. So, And our word says that our God's a jealous God. Mm-hmm. So, in saying that, It'd be times where, one, we're all human and everything, but it'd be times where I'll personally feel disconnected or I'll feel like, dang, I haven't read my word in a minute or I haven't talked to God and prayed in a minute. And then I have to backtrack and be like, what have I put in God's place? Mm-hmm. And then I'll realize, hold on, I've been playing the game a lot. Like mm-hmm. to the point where, like think about back in, think about back in middle school where you would not want to wake up early for, for no school. You would mm-hmm. not want to wake up early for nothing else. But as soon as you be like, your friend's on the game, it's no hesitation for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was up. I was ready to yeah. go. But when it comes to waking up early to read your Bible, can't get up. I need I need the same where's the same urgency. Up. Why why are we press the snooze? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So in a way, the game became an idol for me mm-hmm. back then. Yeah. But that's just a prime example of one thing that can become an idol. But an idol, like you said, is anything that can come in in the way or in God's place or where he's supposed to be at. Yeah. So someone may be involved with instead of reading their Bible or talking to God. They're obsessed with sports. They're obsessed with their relationships. Do you have any other examples of what y'all think can also be idols for someone else that may be watching? Or for someone else to think on? I would definitely say money. And I feel like that's something that people don't directly look at as an idol. Because in their head, they're like, oh, I need this to live. So Mm -hmm. I need to, you know, give it all my time. I need to give it all my attention. But I kind of fell into that, like, myself when I was, what was I? I would say last year when I was in college. Well, when I was on campus. And I was so, like, money hungry. I found myself working on Sundays, working on Sunday mornings, and now I'm putting my shifts before church. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, okay, now I was at the point where I was like, why am I so drained throughout the week? Because I didn't have that recharge that church usually gives Mm -hmm. me. So I'm like, okay, now I'm putting my job before Christ. And it's not directly just my job because it was Buffalo Wild Wings, come on. But it was money. Like it was the money that I was getting. I was like, I want my paychecks bigger. So now I want to work all seven days instead of mm-hmm. taking that day off for Christ and just working seven. six. Yeah. So yeah, I would say money is something that this generation idolizes mindlessly. So you guys want to say real quick? And I was just going to add to it and say, uh, I agree with money. Bless you too. Um, Bless you. But also I think your career or yeah. your, um, you can idolize your gift too. Like back mm-hmm. when we were talking about the mm-hmm. past episode, you got I lost your gift and stuff like that. So I think that. That's good. Both of those are facts. And I feel like both of those may be like the main ones that people uh, idolize, yeah. work, like career and money. And I feel like another one that people don't realize they can't idolize is friendships and relationships. Yeah. Cause I started thinking about it. I was like, it was a time recently where 
I was idolizing my friendships where mm-hmm. I wanted to hang out every weekend with my friends. Mm-hmm. I wanted to play the game. I wanted to go out to this place. I wanted to go bowling or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But then I realized that me always going out, always hanging out late at night with them and us having fun led to me not having my same Bible studies at nighttime with God. Yeah. Me not having my same set of time, set aside time for God. And to one, to one point of it being a non-negotiable for me to make, make sure I'm in my word in the morning or at nighttime Fair. became a, I started making excuses for it. Well, I'm too tired. I'll do it in the morning. Mm-hmm. But then I won't wake up in the morning. Or I got home too late. I'll get to it like another time. Or I'm home now, but I'm going to hop on the game instead of reading yeah. my word. Mm-hmm. You'll start making excuses and be like, nah, this is the reason why I didn't read my word. And it'll just yeah. keep going. Same cycle, same cycle, same cycle. And in doing that, it's very dangerous. Because then you'll start realizing how your life will start transitioning. Because like you said, you're not, you're not connecting. You're not recharging. Mm-hmm. You're not mm-hmm. connected to the vine. And you're not getting poured back into what you need to get poured into so you can pour out and impact other people. Yeah. So then you'll start realizing that your, your fruit isn't good fruit anymore. Yeah. So then people asking you for help, you can't even fully help to the fullest mm-hmm. extent because you're not poured, poured into the way that you need to be poured yeah. into because you started putting other things in God's place. Mm-hmm. Facts. I would say one thing that this literally just came to me as you was talking. One thing that I've been idolizing a lot recently is free time. Mm. I would wake up in the morning and I'm like, well, if I read my Bible now, then I don't have to re- read my Bible later when Jeez. I get off work and I can watch my show. I can, I can, like, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, so yeah. I'm like, I feel like, That's in real this, though. yeah, like in this um, era where self care is so big, I feel like we idolize having free time and we look at stuff like, um, Bible studies and like reading our Bibles and prayer calls is something like a chore versus something that, that should mm-hmm. be yeah. our free time because that's what's read. You know, like you feel yeah, me? Yeah. Like me watching Shameless is not going to recharge me the way that reading my Bible would. So yes. I feel like people idolize free time a lot more than we should, but we don't think about it because we're like, oh, I'm still taking care of myself, or like I'm still like you mm-hmm. know like pouring back into myself. But what yeah. are you pouring back into? Like, what are you using to pour back into That's yourself? Good. Why do you feel like as Christians? You can go on a on a fire streak of I'm I'm excited to read my Bible and everything to I don't know why but every time I open my Bible I all of a sudden get tired I get pissed <laughs> off when I start reading my Bible I just start yawning out of nowhere just start yawning. I want yawning playing the game Boy. but now I'm reading my Bible I start yawning now my eyes want to get all watery I'm tired all of a sudden like what do y'all think that is I well first and foremost what something that I've experienced is that personally. Speaking from experience, you're not going to always have the motivation or fire to read the Bible. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's facts. That's the that's the problem because you're relying on a feeling. Mm-hmm. So when that feeling is gone, I no longer want to read it. You know what I'm that's saying? Right. So I feel like for me, those days where I don't feel the fire, I know that God is re- requiring me requiring me to reach a new level of strength and go deeper because mm-hmm. it takes way more more effort to open it. It takes way more effort to pray because I don't feel like praying. I don't mm-hmm. feel like reading, but I know I need to do it, and that's. Those are the the reps that are making you stronger. The reps that make you stronger in the weight room are when you're tired, not the ones Facts. where you can just knock them out. That's good. It's those Facts. reps where your arms are worn down. Mm-hmm. Those reps when okay, it's the last, it's the last down and back. I know we just ran ten of them, but it's the last one. Do it. Those those reps are where strength is gained and stuff like that. So just trying to push through that, and also just knowing that. Um, when you tap into that, when you do it, when you are weak and when you do it, when you don't feel like it is when you get the most from it. Whenever I tap into the Bible, I don't I didn't want to read, but I open it. I got exactly what I needed. You know what I'm saying? Like Every for time. that situation or for whatever I was going through, God spoke directly to me. And right after I was done, I'm like, I'm glad I opened it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So and I feel like also I think we only make excuses for stuff in pertains to, to God. When it's money on the table, we hop up. When yeah. it's opportunity on the table, we hop up. When it's a, a outing to go with our friends, we hop right up. Hop then when right it comes up. to church, it's a choice. When it comes to reading our Bible, it's a choice. When we come to praying, it's an option. You know what I'm saying? But That's we don't nice. do that with anything <laughs> that else but nice. God. And he's our creator. So, okay, I'm going to give him half of me, and I'm giving everybody else 100% of me. I'll give mm-hmm. my friend 100% of me. My girlfriend get 100% of me. Uh, my parents get 100% of me. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, my job get 100% of me. I don't miss mm-hmm. no ships. I'm always there. And then when it come to God, it's like he getting 50%. That I do right. when I feel like it. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So, nah, that's, that's crazy because that's facts. Like, we really do treat God like a second option. Mm-hmm. Like, a, mm. God, I'll, I'll get to you when I need you. Yeah. Mm. And I think one thing about a second option, like how you said, you'll get to it when you need it. The second option, you, don't, you only choose that when you crave that. So, when, what I mean by that is, so... If I love Chick-fil-A, I always use this example. If I love Chick-fil-A, 
And then my second favorite place to go to is America's Best Wings. The first thing on my mind is Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. I will only choose America's Best when I crave it. So it's like Chick-fil-A mm-hmm. has priority. So I, whenever I'm hungry, I'm going to Chick-fil-A. I'm going to Chick-fil-A. Now, the once in a blue moon, I crave America's Best. Then I go to America's Best. Mm-hmm. But the problem with God is we're not supposed to just come to God when we crave it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's but we, but you, know, you get what I'm saying? Like It shouldn't be a, okay, good. God, I want you today. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, you should want me all, you should want me all the time. I all should be number time. one. Not just every blue moon, I go eat mm-hmm. America's Best. No, you should want to eat me every day. And it's, I like that you said the Chick-fil-A aspect because... It feels like every time on Sundays, because Chick-fil-A is off on Sundays, but mm-hmm. it feels like every time on Sundays is when you want Chick-fil-A, you want the, most. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A the most. So it should be like that with God. When you know that I haven't read my Bible today, that's when I should I have want the urge of God, I need you right right now mm-hmm. type vibe. Like it shouldn't be no I, like choosing, like picking and choosing uh, yeah. friends or God. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not a contest here. No cap. <laughs> kind of like what um, y'all said that God is being like a second choice. Like we put him on a back burner a lot. Mm-hmm. I feel like that like also comes from a lot of Christians when they feel like life is going good they mm-hmm. don't really need to pray or like they don't really need to journal or they don't still need to like be in their Bible. And that's something that I talk about on my TikTok a lot because I feel like a lot of people, they're like, oh, well, Christians think they're so perfect. Like Christians are, you know, the second, third. If we were perfect, we wouldn't need God. I'm like, mm-hmm. we're with God because we're struggling. And and like, I think it's crazy how we only want him when we not, not only crave him, but when we need him, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. when I'm down bad, like I'm crying or I'm hurt or whatever, I don't really want to go to nothing else. Like I want to go to God because I know that he's going to pull me out, but he should be my first option even before I even get to that point. Like I shouldn't even let myself get that down bad without having God being my first choice. So I've, yeah, that is kind of ironic nice. that. It's kind of ironic that when you have nothing, you go to God. When you, have, when you have everything, you don't mm-hmm. go to God. You go to everything else that mm-hmm. God has blessed you with. Mm-hmm. But when it's time for you to. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> crazy, bro. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. It's like he blessed you with a job and now you out spending that paycheck versus actually thanking him and like spending that time in his presence because of what he just given you. And yeah, it's like whenever we lose it all, that's when we need that re-up. Like that's when we like, all right, God, fill yeah. me back up. And once we fill, now we hitting up all of our friends. Let's go here. Let's go here. Instead of really sitting in God's presence and really giving him that reverence that he deserves and thanking him for what he just did for us. I, I think... Mainly, I think it's a foundation issue. Mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest thing as becoming a Christian is because a lot of people come into Christianity, fall in love with his hand. So fall in love with what he can give you. So I mm-hmm. fell in love with God because he gave me a car, because he mm-hmm. made a way. He gave me a job. Yeah. And that that was the reason I love God. Mm-hmm. So eventually, as time goes on, it, I didn't fall in love with his heart. I didn't fall in love with his mm-hmm. qualities. So as life happens, I drift away from that because I fell in love with just his hand and not the not the body himself, not the heart himself, mm-hmm. not the mind himself. So it's a foundation issue because you got to go back and check, okay, I need to love God for who he is Facts. and what mm-hmm. he's done. And that's why I love that you said on the previous episode that – um. You're reading the gospel because you're learning about God and who he mm-hmm. is and what he's done. When you learn what he's done for you, it makes it so much easier to love him. You know what I'm right. saying? Because he first loved us. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a, that it's definitely a foundation issue. To If you find yourself in situations where you only pray, you only read when stuff is going good for you, you need to backtrack and fully question your relationship with God. Like, do I fully know him or do I just know what he could do for me? You know, literally like yeah. um, Cain and Abel, like mm-hmm. I feel like this is like my fifth time telling this, like kind of breaking this down. But literally, like as soon as Cain didn't get what he wanted or he didn't get the response from God that he thought he was going to get, he automatically fell into disappointment, which mm-hmm. led to sin, which led to all that. So I feel like when when people do fall in love with God's hand versus actually getting to know him and building that relationship, then they often fall short because y'all are living in expectation 24-7. I mean, we are supposed to live in expectation, but at the end of the day, when we don't get what we're asking for all the time, we're still supposed to love God regardless of what he gives us. So. I feel like that comes from us having the mindset of God, give me, give me, give me, versus yeah. what can I give you, Lord? What, how can I serve you? How, what can I sacrifice? What can I do more to, to really please you and put a smile on your face? And tying back into what you, um, you said beforehand about how people will get blessed and then start getting attention to everything else that we just got blessed with. Instead of the person that gave it to us in the first place. Do y'all feel like that'd be a test in reality? Yes. Because every time you'll get the stuff and then out of nowhere, it'll be gone. And now you're right back to where you started from. Abraham, I blessed you with a son. Now give it back to me. I want to see where you give it back to me. You know, mm-hmm. same thing. Same thing. <laughs> you can't just speak past that. Like, like, that was, yeah, that was, all right. Because like, in those situations, I feel like it'd be God really just testing us as far as like, all right, cool. You you've been working hard. I'm, 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 I'm gonna give you a bone. I'm gonna throw you a bone real quick. I'm gonna throw you a bone. Like, how you gonna react? Are you gonna lose your mind? You gonna start wilding out? You gonna start splurging? You gonna start living above your means? 
you're gonna stop you're gonna stop stewarding what I already gave you. Mm-hmm. You're gonna forget your mindset you you're gonna forget the principles I already taught you from where you was down low and down bad. Yeah. Man. Like the principles you the same the same the same penny pitching principles you had when you had zero dollars. Where did that go once you started having hundred dollars in your pocket? And that's the thing. Where did hundred dollars go? That's that's the thing though, because we the reason people are afraid or can't let go of what's in their hand and give it to God is because they don't believe that he can make better out of it. And that's, that's just a trust mm-hmm. that's just a trust issue. So meaning I don't pay my tithes because I'm looking from a small point of view and I don't believe that you can give me back tenfold, you know what I'm saying, of yeah. what of I'm what giving I you. Gave. And what I owe you, mm-hmm. that's yours. You that's saying? Mind, first yeah, place. so it's like that's that's ultimately what it is. It's just a trust thing. It's it's you telling yourself, or you may not be saying it out loud, but I'm telling God, I don't trust you can do more with this than I can. So let me keep it. I don't want to mm-hmm. give it to you. Man, that's wild. I feel like that is one thing that people in this generation really don't understand that we're not up here. Like we're not so deserving or we're not these mm-hmm. good, righteous people. I'm like, we we honestly don't deserve anything. I mean, if we're just keeping it a buck, coming from God, we don't deserve anything. And I feel like that's where my genuine love for God grew because my prayers did shift. And I started asking God, God, what can I do to even begin to repay you for everything that you've mm-hmm. done? And once the Holy Spirit literally in that same sentence told me nothing, I said, this makes me love you even more because you've given me something that I can't even pay back. You've done all this for me and you know that I can't, you know, like fully repay yeah. that gift that you've given me. So now that just makes me want to work overtime to just do things out of respect for you and to just make you happy and um, glory, give glory to your name. And I feel like us is like, especially this young generation, we're like, oh, well, I worked for this and I deserve this. Yeah, you work 40 hours, but like, you know, Imagine how many hours God worked for you. Like, imagine mm-hmm. what God has overtime. really done. Mm-hmm. Overtime. Yeah, he overtime. was he was working overtime, building your life before he before anyone even knew you, mm-hmm. before your mom mm-hmm. even knew she was pregnant. Yeah, like, literally. he knew who you were. He mm-hmm. knew what you were going to do. He knew what your gifts were going to be. And now you're like, oh, well, this is my money, and I'm not going to give it back to the church because of whatever fleshly reasons that you have. Mm-hmm. It's not about you giving directly back to the church. It's about you giving back to God. And mm-hmm. I don't think people understand that. Like, yeah. you're not giving back to the preacher that you see up there, or, or mm-hmm. you're not giving back to these ladies that you're sitting next to. You're giving back to the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the whole, like, that's where people get that confused. Like, oh, well, this is mine. Says who? Who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's not how that goes. I, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. I, <laughs> you just going off of what you just said about um, learning more about um, God and everything. Cause like we talked about in, um, in a previous episode about how we started the Gospels and everything. And just reading, I had skipped, matter of fact, one Bible study I had um, read about um, Jesus when he was about to get crucified. Now everybody was calling him names, spitting on him, beating him down, all that. It really break my heart. It's hard mm-hmm. reading. But how... He, they was mocking him, and the one thing Jesus said was, it said that Jesus remained silent. Mm-hmm. And it resonated with me so so much because it's like, dang, like, Jesus remained silent. Then when he was on the cross, he said, God, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. In the, Christ, in the Christian community, do y'all feel like, as a whole, we respond to backlash, negative comments, or disagreements in the right way? I feel like if Jesus is responding in either silence or God still love them because they don't know what they're doing or God, I love them regardless of what they're doing to me. Do do you feel like as a Christian community, we uphold that standard? I feel like it's half and half. I feel Mm -hmm. like half of us are trying to live up to who Jesus, not who, not who he was, but Mm -hmm. the example that he, you know, put out for us. And I do feel like there are those types of Christians who, who, kind of still live their own life but since they put a christian on top of that they're like oh well i'm good like mm-hmm. like they feel like you can still treat people you know like in a rude way or you can like r- like you can give back to the people what they give you but you have to understand like just because you're a christian that doesn't just give you this safety blanket if you're to just mm-hmm. treat people any any type of way like you still have to respond you know like the best yeah. that you can so i feel like it's some christians who really are trying and the other ones who kind of take advantage of just being a christian Especially when or it's hard. A Christian. Especially yeah. when it's hard because there is a lot of us that have that that Peter, you know, saying personality and everything that's ready to go to war for any and everybody that we love, family, friends, all that. But then there's also even when seeing how Peter was, you see how Jesus said, "Yo, relax, chill like, out." Even yeah. though like you cool doing out. this for me, you doing it for chill me, out. Cool out. Yeah, you know chill. But in that, the grace that Jesus had for other people, like the love and the the defense he had for people that still was going against him. How can we better, like, how can we as a community get better at that? Especially for people that's watching, people that's new in faith, people that have a past of 
anger and um, lashing out or just having a fight fighter's mentality, swing mm-hmm. first, ask questions later type vibe. Like, how can we better help lead them into a more compassionate, graceful, and different perspective mindset as far as how to love people the right way, regardless if they're loving you back or not? I think it's a. I think it's simple. I think the more you come to know Jesus, the more you will take on his qualities. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same way we talked about abiding in him, and yeah. we will uh, be fruitful. But I think personally. Um, because you would you would know who is the real disciples of God by how they love, mm-hmm. facts. Not by their works, That's not facts. by their title, not by their platform. Because honestly, speaking from my behalf, I think the Christian community has done a terrible job with representing us. But like she said, I would not gonna say everybody. Yeah. there are uh, a small hand handful of people yeah. that truly like try to respond mm-hmm. like God and love like God. But if you actually sit and think about it, Christians be in the most stuff. Yes, the bro. Most and be blowing stuff. my mind. Well, if I think Christian Christianity is the only religion where we see people in the same religion attacking each other. From what I've seen, especially yes. the black church, that's just me for personally. Sure. For I sure. don't see that with nobody else. I don't see that with Muslims. I don't mm-hmm. see that calling everybody out. Yeah, only only Christians fight each other, and that goes to show me who has a real relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Because if you can't love, if you can't love, you're not you're not one of His. I'm telling you, not. That's fine. I'm telling you, not you. You can do everything right. You can preach. You can have a title. You can do all these these different things. But if you can't love somebody else, you're not you're not the one. That's really crazy because. Now I think about it, like as wild. Why is there like a Christian shade room? Like, <laughs> what is the purpose? Yeah, like what is the purpose? But like, like, like there's literally a page of gossip, a page of it's supposed to be church news. Or and why would you want to do that? Why, to, why would you willingly want to post this person? What like what they got going? Why? On? Unless it's like unless it's like physically harming somebody and something yeah. crazy. But my, being messy, like, like nah, being messy on, and trying to like into my life or in their character, or whatever. Off of something that could have been a mistake. That ain't love. Anything, like, anything, like, instead of responding in love or showing the right people how to move. You have a, especially with a big following. And I think it's a it's a difference between, like, being messy and actually actually holding people accountable. So, yes, like, when they mess up, okay, yes, we're supposed to hold them accountable. But I think when people when people are being messy about it or anything like that, they're just throwing stones. They're just throwing stones. But it's a way to correct people, mm-hmm. Christians, other Christians, when they are wrong. What do y'all feel like is the right way to... Correct other questions that may fall short, that may mess up, that may be going down the wrong path the way they're supposed to be going. What do y'all feel like is the right way to help enlighten them on, yo, you're going down the wrong path, let me look back over this way real quick. Make sure you're following God's orders or make sure you're praying, make sure you're staying connected, whatever it is. Um, honestly, I feel like first and foremost, like before you give them any type of direction or instruction or whatever, I feel like you have to have that like heart check. Because mm. I had a I had an old, 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 like, yes, like, I, it was an old friend of mine, and I actually helped him, like, you know, like, get get on this journey, and he was, and he was deep, you know, but we stopped, like, talking for a while, and we, um, we, like, started talking again, so I'm like, hey, like, are you, like, still, you know, blah, 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 and he's like, nah, like, I haven't been reading, like, reading my Bible lately, mm-hmm. so I'm like, oh, like, oh, okay, cool, but I'm still, like, you know, letting him kind of ease back into it, but I'm still, like, planting my seeds, like, I'm like, hey, like, I just read my Bible today, how you feeling, like, yeah. do you want to? Open up yours, like yeah, a little subtle way. Yeah, but then it got to a point, maybe like five days after, and I'm like, do you do you even want to still live? Like you know, like do you still love God? Like do you ever see mm-hmm. yourself still living for God the way that you was before? And he straight up told me, no, I don't. Like he said, I don't ever see myself being that close to God again, and that and, and that was out of a choice. So as soon as he told me that it was his will for himself to like willingly not go right mm-hmm. i can't force that yeah so i feel like we all we have to check their heart before we even try to lead them back because if we mm-hmm. try to leave like a like an unwilling person back i feel like that's gonna make them not like it even more, more defensive mm-hmm. yeah, yeah like they're gonna be like see like she's she's trying to push all that christian mm-hmm. stuff on me versus if he was open to it he's like oh so she's actually trying to lead me down the right path mm-hmm. once i heard that that was when i was just like Got you. Yeah. yeah, like I was like, okay, I hear you. Like, cause I'm not about to force God on. I'm not in a converting business. Like, I'm not about to force God on anybody. Like, I feel like us as Christian, like co- content creators, our main thing is we preach, not preach. We speak to listening ears. Mm-hmm. I'm not about to like badger somebody to listen to what this has to say mm-hmm. because, cause like that's the reason why we have like free will in in the first place. God wants us to willingly choose Him. He doesn't. If He wanted us to just be yes men, then all of us would have just been robots. But <laughs> okay. He gave us this free will so we could choose Him in a world that's not like Him. Like He gave us this free will so we can love Him in a in a world that doesn't love Him. Talking good luck. Okay. Sorry. In saying that, I'm trying to figure out the right way to word this. 
Record it any way you like, Clarence. <laughs> <laughs> it any way you like. I, I like how you said that um, we're not in, like in the converting business at all. Like we're not. Mm-mm. I'm not gonna convince you of nothing. Like, Mm-mm. but I do know that I'm one of those. I feel like we all are in a way. I'm one of those where if my words not gonna do it, my actions will. Facts. So it's like, yeah, cause like again, talk is cheap. I can tell you everything I know, but at the same time, some people have to see it. They have, some people just like that. Some people don't have the the faith to be able to willingly follow what you're talking about and they haven't seen nothing yet. So it takes more. It takes them to see how God's working in your life. Mm-hmm. So that's always been a prayer like for year, for as many years as I can count right now. It's, that's always been a prayer for me as far as, all right, God, I know a lot of my friends don't really believe in you. They they have some type of belief. They believe in the higher power, whatever yeah. it is, but they don't believe in you. Mm-hmm. So God, bless me enough for them to be able to see your work in me so, they, so it's like undeniable that you're real. Facts. And it'll get to the point where people will be like, bro, like, random people that, I, that I'm cool with or I know of, they'll come to me and be like, hey, bro, I'm not going to lie to you, bro. Like, everything you're doing right now made me believe in God. Matter of fact, Facts. I told Marlon, we had went to go hoop. So, you know, every Tuesday we've been hooping and everything. Mm-hmm. And we pulled to the um the hoopage. And one of my um boys, I don't talk to him like that, but he, um I know him since high school. And he went to another uh, school or in the city, whatever. He came to me right as soon as I walked in. He said, hey, bro, I love what you and your brother been doing. And real talk, you and your brother made me believe in God. That's what's up. But we don't talk. Yeah. But see, it's actions. It's mm-hmm. like he's seeing what God's doing in our lives. He's he seeing how it. well we speak about God, how Facts. our relationship just represents him and how much we love and care for people. It made him feel so welcome and so understandable how we act. Mm-hmm. It made him start believing in God just off of our actions. Mm-hmm. Facts. And it's important for us to not just be the person of, oh, if you don't believe in God, you're going to hell. No, just, come on, bro. Because like, it's like at the end of the day, our God is a God of few words. Okay. <laughs> God is going to show you before he says anything. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if we are not trying to be like God, but if we're trying to live up to the example of Jesus, yeah, like we have to just show by actions. Like, yeah, because words talk is very cheap. Like I mm-hmm. could like tell you to be nice and then I can go be, be rude mean. to somebody yeah. like five mm-hmm. minutes later. So I feel like us being nice and us showing that we can still love in situations that cause us hurt. People like others are like, dang, I want to be like that. Or like, yeah. I want to learn how to forgive people like that. And your actions is, is what makes your words credible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go, brother. Definitely. <laughs> there you go, brother. There you go. I feel like. That's definitely. Oh, you no, no, no. You good. <laughs> this is something like recent. Like, I mean, what's today? Like two days ago. And I was really struggling with like forgiveness, right? Well, still, you know, still am. And I was having this conversation with God and I was like, God, like when I've forgiven these people that hurt me in the past I need a space like I was like I feel like people aren't giving me my space that I need to forgive this person or whatever that's when the Holy Spirit told me loud and clear Jesus forgave his enemies in his face what makes you think you need space to forgive somebody and I was like hey boy <laughs> he was he was at, I said, okay <laughs> he was at the table he, he was at the table knew Jesus was gonna betray him knew, kissed him washed his feet Bro- broke bread with him Bro- his feet. bro Jesus was on the cross, looked like face to face. And the first thing he said out of his mouth was, forgive them, Father, for they don't know what they're doing. And that's when it hit me. Like, that's when I had to start holding myself accountable. Like, I feel like us as Christians, we have to hold ourselves, hold ourselves to that standard before we hold Mm -hmm. anyone else to that standard. Mm -hmm. So, y'all, that was the most silent car ride because I'm sitting there thinking, I was like, and I can't say that I'm struggling because um, I never did this before. No, God put me in that situation to forgive my enemies in my face before. I was just being disobedient. I was like, so Mm -hmm. now, all right, it's time to change the tune now I have to learn how to forgive my enemies while they're still right here they're mm-hmm. in my circle I can't run because it's yeah I was like, I'm not I hear you I hear you loud and clear <laughs> loud and clear <laughs> loud loud and clear I think that's uh another misconception of forgiveness like there will be people that are that are unintentionally holding grudges mm. and, and won't realize and they'll ask the question of God why do you feel so far or God why are you not answering this prayer well, I've been praying for this, but it still hasn't came yet. What's going on? What's happening? Not realizing that their forgiveness is blocking their blessing. Blocked, mm-hmm. bro. So I think it's in Colossians where it says you must forgive others. With, like, you ask me forgiveness and I forgive you every time. But, you, but in order to get real forgiveness from me, you must Facts. forgive the other person that you're yeah. holding a grudge with. Facts. So it's like until we have the hard posture to, before we even like, yeah, you must repent, all that. But before I ask God for forgiveness, who am I holding a grudge with? Who am yeah. I? Mm-hmm. Cause your, your, your ask for God might not be valid until mm. you handle the situation Man. over here. 
then it's like when you're when you're really close to Christ, you like realize that you're producing. Well, you're not producing good fruit anymore. Like mm-hmm. when you are holding holding those grudges, or when mm-hmm. you're not loving your brother or your sister the way that you're supposed to, you start to have those like little realization moments. You're like, I've been real irritable lately, yeah. or like yeah. I've been like getting very annoyed real mm-hmm. fast. And I think that was what kind of made me like. I sat down in my car and I was driving home. I was like, All right, God, what is it? I said, like, Because <laughs> I haven't felt like this in a long time. Yeah. And that's when he was just like. You think you need this, but you really need, and it's, bro, sorry, but it's like, I feel like um, a lot of times as Christians, we're like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And God is like, well, geez, you know, they're like, look at this. Yeah, like, like he game plan right here. Bro, he literally yeah. told us what to do in every single situation, mm-hmm. like in order of um, forgiveness, betrayal, hurt. He has went through it all. So I'm like, if we're ever confused, we're not confused. I think whatever we're feeling, whatever spirit is hindering us from actually like listening to what God is telling us, we can't hear our spirit. We're not confused. We're just not listening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God is always talking to us. But I feel like whatever we're going through, whatever we're holding on to is literally blocking that communication line. Mm-hmm. So, I, think, I think it's crazy that you said you needed space. Mm-hmm. And Jesus didn't get no space. Jesus, he was around Jesus him the whole got time. no space. Voluntarily. He knew from, he knew voluntarily. From the beginning. From, Vol- the, from the jump. And people forget Bruh. that Jesus, of course, he... He's 100% God nature, but he was mm. also 100% human. Hum- so he still felt he still felt what he we felt. He was still hurting. Yeah. He was still it, people people look at the God feature and think like, oh, he he was God. Of course he, he could robot. forgive. Like, of course no, he, he could forgive. Like he didn't feel no offense. Like yes, he did. I'm like Jesus wept. That was the whole purpose. Yeah, when Lazarus Jesus died, wept Jesus wept a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was the whole like that's the whole purpose so that he can feel it. every feeling that we feel so that yes. we don't have no excuse because he nope. felt that. Y'all, no excuse. we don't have no excuse. Hands in the air. I have no excuse I try not to, to love find, nobody. I try to find every single excuse. I was we don't like, have there's none. There well, is none. That's when he's like, one. look at me. I was, I was <laughs> wearing that. What, <laughs> look at me. <laughs> I was wearing that. What would Jesus do bracelet for so long? And I was in the car. What do I do? What do I do? God's probably looking like. Come on now. It's right there, brother. It's, it's, come on now. Come on. <laughs> Just look to your right. Your yeah. Bible in your car. <laughs> Just come on. Not, not that's 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 honestly facts. And I, and like I think people who don't read the Bible or people who don't necessarily understand like being a Christian, they don't understand who Jesus was. Well, mm-hmm. like who like who Jesus is. Mm-hmm. They think that he's just um, even though he is superior, Jesus never treated anyone like he was superior. Like mm-hmm. he never treated anyone like they was inferior. I'm like y'all have to understand Jesus was a human as well. Like he felt just like we felt, and he talked to people just like how we talk to people. And he had friendships like like he had all these close relationships that he had to go through the same things that we're going through now and we're just like i don't know what to do we do bro do you know the type of heart posture you have to have the type of awareness and the type of it's bigger than me mindset you have to have to be able to sit at a table with someone that's asking you to your face Jesus, is it going to be me to, to betray you? <laughs> no one I know is you. Yeah. Like I know it's you. That story is not funny. But it's no, just like, it's, it's just like looking at it in like modern day times. Like, like Jesus, is it me? He's like. Come on now. That's actually one of the greatest stories. Yes, he's like the one whose hand is in the bowl. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you was like. Well, he, 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 he tried to get some chips. <laughs> he tried to get some chips. He's like. <laughs> he like who, me? <laughs> Drop that too. Wait, is this smoke? Like, <laughs> <laughs> is this me, bro? No, that's crazy. That joke is so funny. And then saying that though, like for him to be able to sit at the table with his enemy. Knowing that he's gonna betray him and still love him, for him to know Judas is coming with the with the uh, police, basically, in, in my terms, to come arrest him, and for him to come up to Jesus and kiss him, and like he could have ran, he could have ran, <laughs> but he did it. He should have five. And, and, and <laughs> my flesh and, told look, me five. And Jesus let him kiss him. Let on him. top of that, and all Jesus said was, "Do what you came to do." Hurry up, get it over with, bro. Hurry, hurry, hurry up. up, hurry up, hurry up. <laughs> do I don't do. want to do it. Just, just, come on, do what you can to do. But that's crazy. Imagine if we could do that. Imagine in our lives if we had that same mentality. Mm-hmm. If we could hug the person we knew that was talking behind our back. Mm-hmm. If we could love on the person that we knew slimed us out. It's it's it is greasy. Every, but I think people <laughs> fail to realize every single problem we have goes right to trust. Every single problem. Every single problem we have goes in trust because I don't trust you enough to think you're going to take vengeance. So I got to do it in my own control. Mm. So I have to take matters to my own hands, God, because I don't trust you. God, they did me wrong. So I'm going to go do what I got to do because I know you're not going to get them right. You're not going to get them how I think. (laughs) How I want to get them. How I need you to get them. them, But God's vengeance is way better. Like, God, strike them down. Like, I mean, like, now. I'm not going to lie to you. I forgot where it's at, but it was saying how um, 
if your enemy wants something to eat or to drink, invite him into your house and give him yeah. that. Mm -hmm. He said, in, in doing so, and I'm just in layman's terms, he said, in doing so, you will burn heaps of hot coal on their heads. So meaning, you being nice to them is making them, making them feel bad. I mean, I feel guilty because now worse. it's like, I treated you like this and you're treating me like Jesus did. Mm. Like, why did I treat you bad? So now, now I'm seeing Jesus in you, but people don't look at it like that. They, they find it hard to be nice to people that have did this to them and mm -hmm. I find it easy, me personally. I find it easy, find yeah, it easy, easy. only because Jesus did it, of course. And the closer I get to him, I don't want to ask him for stuff I can't give out to other people. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's facts. I don't want to keep asking you for forgiveness, grace, mercy, and I can't extend that to other people. Because we got to, well, like what I'm learning is now is that we be so hurt by the offense that we don't look at the heart of that person. Mm -hmm. We don't That's look at the problem. soul. That mm -hmm. I, We got to look problem. past the, I can no, it's, it. it's the face. Yeah. Yeah. But look, and you know, you gotta, so, you so look, so look. You you look I put a face beside the offense. Listen, no, but listen, that's that's the problem. No. But look, 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 that's the problem. Actually, put it into perspective, we can't forgive because we look at the face, not looking at the heart. It's spirits and all all types of stuff. So look, so look, what did what did Jesus come to do? Jesus came to paint His blood over us because if Jesus didn't come, God would have seen us seen our and seen our face then he would have had to send us to hell. He so goes. Jesus had to come die on the cross so that he can paint over us. So now when God looks at us, he sees his son. So Facts. every time we look at other people and they offend us, we need to be seeing that's a soul. Yeah. Facts. That's, that's Jesus's child. That's a spirit. That's, that's, a that's spirit. You know what the saying? Holy like, spirit. Yeah. That ain't, that, the face I'm seeing that may have offended me, that ain't them. You know what I'm saying? So I need to pray. I need to do this. Man. That goes back to zooming out. Yeah. Looking beyond the person that hurt you. Because mm -hmm. maturity will show you all right, this person said this about me, or this person has reacted this way towards me. But bring me out of the equation. Yeah, take your what, yeah. Take me out of the equation. What could have happened behind closed doors before they even got to where I was for me to receive that type of backlash? Mm -hmm. What could be going on at home to why, to be the reason why they had that irritation? What could be going on in their own personal life Thanks. that could be the reason why they might have an envy towards what I have going on in my life? Bro, we're not Thanks. fighting against flesh and blood enemies. Bro, it's literally spiritual. Like. Once, once you change your perspective from thinking, this person just don't like me just because. this per It's not them. It's not them. It's just the spirit. The spirit is not agreeing. Yeah. So now you pray for the, you know what I'm saying, pray against the spirit. Because mm -hmm. like, you, you can't win the war with your hands. So somebody talking about you, somebody speaking on you, somebody doing whatever to you, and you keep saying, oh, I'm, I'm going to get revenge, or I'm going to do this, or I'm going to do this back. It's like, okay, it's you're not worse, making like, it any better. You're making it worse. Yeah. That's so, the thing, plant, Putting fire with fire ain't going to make less mm -hmm. fire. <laughs> yeah. Fire fire is going to seem... Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Bro, it's like, I feel like, like, just having this, like, actual topic, I feel like the devil thinks he sends a lot of our enemies. Like, why do I feel like the enemy feel like he sent Judas? When in all reality, that was, like, a part of God's plan. Kind of like with, like, Joseph, mm -hmm. how when the enemy probably thought, oh, yeah, sending him into this and da-da-da, he's going to be done for. The whole time, that was all a part of God's plan. Same thing with Adam and Eve. Same, mm -hmm. same thing with Adam and Eve. So, it's like, I feel like... The devil sends you people thinking that he's sending you to your defeat, but like in our reality, he's sending you to your your. God dang it, it was good. <laughs> it was good. The enemy thinks he's sending you to your defeat, but in our reality, he's sending you to your delivery and he's sending you to your actual like destiny. You feel me? Because like I guarantee you, as soon as Judas even kissed Jesus, I feel like the devil was somewhere. He like I got him. Shame. He like I got him. He need, he need know. He's about to rise up. Yeah. Give him like five days. <laughs> Give him like five days, and he he's good. That's that's honestly crazy. Nah, to even like think about it that way. I hope somebody got blessed by that part, like that whole little segment right there, because mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that are harboring unforgiveness or like secret grudges on people that hurt them in a way, but not realizing that their hurt that they caused you wasn't really intentional or wasn't intended for mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. You were just at the wrong place at the wrong time. You just caught the backlash of what may be going on in their life or in them spiritually. Yeah. And that's facts. Like it's very real. Like people can be dealing with spirits that you don't know about. But that's why you need to be in your word and have yeah. the discernment and the love and the heart posture to know who Jesus is, so you can respond to those spirits, so you mm -hmm. can know what it is and call it out and help pray for your friend, family member, or someone that's random across the street that you just ran to that yeah. could have had a bad attitude, whatever it is. Like it takes nothing to be kind to nobody, bro. And the, the greatest test of love is not loving somebody that loves you back. Exactly, that's it's loving somebody that don't love you. Mm -hmm. That's the greatest test of love. I. I don't see, well, you can see Jesus through loving other people that love you, but mm -hmm. I see Jesus even the more most, yeah. when you Facts. love somebody that Facts. I know personally don't like you or you don't like them and you love them. 
You know how that's why I see Jesus. You know how fulfilling that is. That's when I feel like closest you, to him. That's yeah. what. That's what. Because it's like Jesus. I'm like actually doing what he did. I mean, not yes, on bro. that yeah. scale, but when I'm treating people the way that he treated people, even though they don't like me or they want nothing to, you know, like and they're throwing tomatoes mm-hmm. or doing all this. That's when I feel the closest to Christ because yep. I'm like I'm actually moving like you. Like you've given me this opportunity to show how I'm like you and I pass. Like that mm-hmm. that feeling, you'd be like, man. <laughs> nah, no yeah. cap. Yeah. But one, of, but one of the simple verses in the Bible is "Love your neighbor as you love yourself," or the world knows the golden rule: treat others as you want to mm-hmm. be treated. Like, imagine if everybody did that. Imagine if someone did call you out your name or did something wrong to you or made or rubbed you the wrong way. Imagine if, regardless of what they said to me, I had the mindset of "Love you as I love myself." But people don't love themselves. Hence, that's why, hence but that's his why, whole self, that's why self they care. Can't, that's why they can't love other people. Every, but everything goes back. Everything be simple solutions. So literally, love simple. your neighbor as you love yourself. So that means I have to love myself first before I can love somebody else. But in order to love myself first, I got to love God first because I don't know who I am until I know who no God he is. Yeah. Well, so love God, love myself, then I can go love mm-hmm. other people. But people skip steps. They try to do self-love. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to get my nails done. I'm going to get my hair done without knowing God. And I'm still struggling to love other people because mm-hmm. you're just putting task and different life things a mask over mm-hmm. you're really supposed to find yourself in god love him first love yourself then you can love other people so in, in if you're order. struggling to love other people then you can't love you then you're not loving yourself if you're struggling to love yourself then you're not loving god so love god more that way you can find your true identity love yourself then i can go out love and love yourself. others that is no that, in that order again <laughs> that right there is is, is actually so crazy because it's like i feel like now people are getting their self-love sources from so many things mm-hmm. other than god mm-hmm. they get um they get it from these meditation practices not even knowing what they're really unlocking so yeah. i'm like i feel like what y'all think y'all are getting y'all self-love from y'all don't really know what is coming from like the shadow workbook or like the sage. mirror gate sage and like all these mirror <laughs> affirmations i'm like y'all I'm- yeah, I'm like, y'all really have to be careful because if y'all aren't getting y'all self-love from the actual source of love, then how can you know it's true? Mm-hmm. How can you know it's like actually genuine or mm-hmm. constant? I feel like if you get self-love from anywhere other than the source, then it's just going to run out. Kind of like when Jesus Thanks. told the, is it Samaritan or is it Samaritan? Samaritan. I Samaritan. Yeah. Okay. When he was telling the lady at the well, he said... um, if you drink from this water, then you will be thirsty again. Yeah. But if you drink from, from the yeah, living water, you, mm-hmm. you will never thirst again. And I feel like people look at that as literally just the water. I'm like, nah, y'all not understanding nah, 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 what. Hey, he's, he's spinning ga- yeah. bars. Spinning a whole life gem. That's the blueprint yeah. right, there, right that there. That is the blueprint. It's like. You won't need Yes, it's like all of your needs. Not your wants. All of your needs. If you're looking for your needs anywhere elsewhere other than me. Then you're gonna have to re up. Then mm-hmm. you're gonna have to gonna have need to keep, it again. Yeah. But if you drink from if you drink from the living word, from the living water, then mm-hmm. you will never be thirsty again. And I, and I feel like people take that for granted. They're like, oh, it's just a book, or like I'm just praying. I'm like, y'all y'all don't understand. Praying isn't isn't just an outward thing. It's an inward thing too. Like mm-hmm. you're like your like spirit is being filled when mm-hmm. you pray. Your spirit is being filled when you read your word. Mm-hmm. So I just yeah, like drink from the water, bro. This water. Yeah, yeah, that water, yeah, that okay. water, right? This water. That's the problem because when they go to other things, it's like you're trying to you're trying to fill a void that only God can that fill. That only can be filled by God. Think think about it. No other no other drink truly hydrates me the way water does. Facts. Facts. So Not you keep trying to fill pepper. it with soda. You know what I'm saying? That, that's you're gonna be Gatorade. thirsty again. You think just because yeah, it's sports drink, you, you're gonna, you're gonna be, be thirsty again. You're gonna be thirsty again. Like come to you know what I'm saying? Oh no. What? Sorry. No other drink will fulfill you. What did you say? I like no other does. drink will, fulfill, will hydrate you. Well, like, hydrate water. like water does, right? I like how you said that. Because it made me think about, me personally, if Jesus is the living water. Okay. Right? Imagine if I'm filling myself with all these other toxins like soda, mm-hmm. like alcohol, all these different things. Now I'm getting pimples on my face. Mm-hmm. Now I'm reacting different. Now I'm over here in the toilet throwing up stuff that's not supposed to be in my body in the first mm-hmm. place. All these different things that's in my system or popping up as a, as a response to why I've been putting in myself mm-hmm. yeah. I could, mm-hmm. that's not positive mm-hmm. now you can see it on me you can see it in my actions you can see yeah. it in my response to different people you can see it in my love and how i talk how i walk mm-hmm. all that it's all negative it's all mm-hmm. irritated it's all not love mm-hmm. but when you see that i'm close to jesus that i'm drinking his water you can see it Galaxy's you can see, like, you see the love in me you yeah. can see the compassion you glowing. Yeah, exactly you're going skin clean now hold on <laughs> i'm about to convict every single one of us y'all know how they say if you just drink more water like you'll have more energy throughout the day mm-hmm. you have more of this more of this we need to put Milani's down, brother. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I'm hey, so busy Austin, drinking. Bro, mine over there somewhere. <laughs> I'm like, we like, well, just me personally, I'm like, I get Alani's 
all the time when in all reality, if I just get a good night's rest and if I drink more water, I probably wouldn't even be this tired. Bro, look, like, I, why am I tired at 2 p.m.? No, I like you not. <laughs> no, I, like not. I told Pre, I said, bro, I'm going to tell Lil, we need take this whole month off from Alani's. <laughs> hey, listen, y'all do that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's my challenge for this month as that's far hard, as like. Bro. Doing like I'll drink Alani like if I really need one, I'll yeah, drink yeah, one as yeah. far as like if I need to focus up and lock in on some edits and I'm tired already. But as a whole, this whole month, I'm trying to drink straight water. Cause like the, back to the example of like living water being close to Jesus and everything. I'm trying to cleanse it. my body out from every toxin from all these other drinks mm-hmm. I've been drinking, from mm-hmm. sodas to juices, everything. It's like all that is not making my skin clear. Mm-mm. <laughs> it's not making me feel good. Sodas making me feel sluggish. Mm-mm. Yeah. All that. So it's like how about let's, let's stop drinking these energy drinks, mm-hmm. stop crashing, facts, and actually just drink source of water. Yeah, bro, get in my word, get in my word for the whole month, <laughs> and actually see. I bet you I'll be able to see a difference in my energy, my bro, my compassion, my love, mm-hmm. my my light will be brighter. All yeah. that, Clarence. When I tell you, so many people that knew me before, and y'all know what I mean when I say before. So mm-hmm. many people that knew me like before, I wasn't you know, like completely different, but versus how I am now, it's the same thing. Like to me, it'll just be like a regular video or like, I'll just see people or like whatever. And they're like, you're glowing. Like, it's Mm -hmm. this, like, you just look happy. I'm like, my circumstances are probably the same, but my binge time is filled with this now. Like, this is like fueling me. So now, like now I'm producing something that looks different. You just changed your drink choice. (laughs) It's all, you feel me? No, for real, for real. You was filling yourself up with other stuff before, and it wasn't. It won't doing it. It won't doing it. Gittery, yeah. body the water. armor. Yeah. <laughs> now it's water. Now it's just water. 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 Now it's just water. No cap. They like you glowing. I'm like, baby, I'm still eating the same. It's the water. <laughs> I'm still physically eating the same yeah. thing, but I'm drinking from a different faucet. You feel mm. me? And it also shows that your confidence in God is different too, though. Oh. The way you walk out of the house will show how much you believe in God. Mm-hmm. The way you just walk down the street. Literally. <laughs> the way you react to the littlest things will show you how much you believe in God. This this might be a little bit off topic, but when you say your confidence in God, it was his coworker, right? And mm-hmm. he was trying to, well, I think he still is, but he quit. I don't, I don't know. But mm-hmm. he was really, really trying to get into this. And when I tell y'all, when I'm at work, when I'm not on a call, I'm reading my word. Like, I'm just in it. Um, and he was like, yeah, you know, like, I trust God. I trust God. But he is one of those dudes that feel like he needs to carry his... um peace on him everywhere so I was like how much do you really trust God like I feel like you're putting your trust in that first before you actually pray or like mm-hmm. you're putting your trust in something physical versus putting your something putting your trust in something that you can't see and he's like I mean like you know like I can't I can't leave the house without it I'm like you can just see that there I can't leave the house without this mm-hmm. like in my all honesty like I feel my best when I still when I have my bible on me not for sure you feel the most protected when you have your gun on your hip you got to start looking at how you really you, you, yeah, there might ain't nothing wrong with having your weapon on you. Nothing, but but you gotta start. It goes putting, back to idolizing, like trusting who you it. trusting more. Facts. Yeah. That was good, love. No, like when he said it, he was just like he was like, I trust God. Like nah, like I trust him with my life. I'm like, are you sure? Because <laughs> my fault. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Nah, that was good. I really hope. Yeah, we touched on a lot. Nah, nah, no cat though. Top from top of the top. What, what time we at? I'm gonna say it's gonna be flying by. Nah, for real. I thought it was just 20 minutes. Nah, I was like, we was we was hopping from forgiveness to what else we talk about? What did we start off on? We started on idols, 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 forgiveness, and then Gatorade, and then <laughs> the living water. I guess living I, water. I guess unforgiveness could be idol. Hold on, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> I'm saying. Let's just hold on. wait a minute. Let's <laughs> take that back. Because when I tell y'all, I feel like we live in a generation where people pride themselves on being so nonchalant and, like, being so unforgiving and, like, being so, you know, outside. I don't care about nobody. And third, y'all are out of it. That's all it is. You got to keep telling people, like, all right, okay. (laughs) You don't got to keep posting it. Hey, tough guy. (laughs) (laughs) I don't need need nobody. Okay, brother. I'm better off alone. Calm down, Jamal. (laughs) Yeah, like, relax. Pull out the (laughs) night. Not like people, like, people, they be like. And, like, that's the thing, too, though. Sometimes whenever people, like, that's why I ask this question on my story a lot. What do you feel like is holding you back from God? Or, like, why don't you want to go towards God? And I feel like a lot of people, they're like, oh, because, like, everything that, I, everything that I've seen has shown me that there isn't a God. Or, like, I've just seen nothing but bad, so I'm going to harvest on that. I'm like, you don't want better? Like, you have no hope that there could be something better. Like, I feel like people that harness, harness that idolizing of unforgiveness or idolizing being cold, cold-hearted or just putting out bad i'm like so you don't ever want to feel better not even just be better for others i'm like just in yourself when you're by yourself in your room late at night you don't ever want to feel whole 
because there's nothing else that's going to make you not forgiving this person as much as it like satisfies you ignoring this person is not going to make you feel better like i i guarantee you're just gonna be more irritated around them you're and and at that part at that point if you can't come around without feeling a certain type of way they have control over you they have control over you're convicting me yeah i know i'm being for i'm that's that's being real. Like going back to the story with Jesus. If if every time Jesus saw Judas, he was just so irritated. At that point, Judas has control over Jesus in a way for you to feel that you you got to feel that much. About. Like come around and be yourself. Like Jesus, I'm still Jesus. I'm gonna Relax. come around and be around him. And Relax. I'm gonna love you. I'm gonna still love you. Ju- Judas is not stopping nothing I got going on. He he thought he was. I know the plans that God has for me. He, yeah. Bro, that's bro, that's literally like I I feel like that's what kept Jesus going because the stuff that he was going through. I know that it was hard. Like, I know that it was extremely hard. So I feel like him just knowing my father knows what's best I can't, for me. First of all, mm-hmm. I can't even imagine going through what he went nope. through. Which is why, like, everything that we go through is not even scratching the surface Mm-mm. of what he went through, what he had to deal with, That's what he what, had to sacrifice. Like, who am I to complain? Who Who am I to complain? It's like what I'm going through is bad. Yeah, but at, at the end of the day, I know that there's someone someone out there going through ten times worse. Like no matter like regardless of what we go through, I feel like there's there's always that little window of light that we can choose to go through mm-hmm. versus just sitting in that room full of darkness. There's that window of light that we can just choose. And then we're like, you know what? There's something better out here. There mm-hmm. there is a better mindset. And I feel like a lot of non Christians they don't understand this. Like I go through this on my TikTok all the time, right? They're like, oh, so your life must be like this. Your life, da da da. My circumstances, I'm not even gonna lie, have actually. Well, they were really, really bad at one point. But when I was at my lowest, that was when I felt my cl- closest to Christ. So I'm like, I feel like people. Dang, I kind of got thrown off track. My fault, gang. <laughs> Sorry, da da da. You good. Whoever that was, it just called. Just, rant, they bro, banned. A lot. Ew. A lot. They're banned. Ew, man, for real. No, no, no. Like. I was saying, I feel like people expect Christians to just have this perfect life because we do know Christ. I'm like, no, we just we just have a better mindset, so it makes our situations easier. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like, our life doesn't get easy just because we know God. We get through it easier because we know that there's a way out. Mm-hmm. I feel like Christ offers oh. that way out, but without it, we just sit in it. And, yeah. like, I think people don't understand when Christ leads you through something, they miss that word through. You're going to go through it, mm-hmm. but you're going to see the end of it as well. And I feel like it's, crazy. it's also... Yes. To go along with what you just said, I feel like, yeah, when you don't know God, you're going to go through situations and everything, have the same feelings and everything. And when you do know God, it. you may have the same feeling towards it, but no, you knowing God and have a relationship with God will give you the way to get through it. You know, like, it'll give, it'll you, give know you the route it. to go. It'll give you the, the audible to play. Man, mm-hmm. like, you know, well, the skill least, set to get past this obstacle. Yeah. The blueprint. Yeah. Because yeah, it's like, literally, I don't know about anybody else, but like, I don't have trust in a lot of physical things but i have like my whole 100 percent trust is in this mm-hmm. so i'm like if god told me that his word is true that his son is true so if he tells me that he'll never leave me that there's always a way out through him that he will order my steps if i if i put him first i don't have to rely on anything else yeah. so mm-hmm. like i feel like that's that little window of light that true christians do have versus people that's on the outside looking in they like me and you both broke or or, or my life hold on <laughs> some people oh some people without god right they're like, well, my life is better than yours. Like, let's say if you were a, like, 100% 10 toes down Christian and you're broke, homeless, or whatever. Someone who has all this money, who has never prayed a day in their life, they're living good, got food on the table, cars. They're like, well, what has God done for you? I'm like, I don't think anyone has ever sat back and really asked themselves. The devil can keep you in a comfortable space so that you will never need God. You're in a jail mm-hmm. cell and you don't even know it. You are in a jail cell and you don't mm-hmm. even know it until that door slams. Yeah, mm-hmm. And then you're done, baby. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're done. Like, I was like, the devil probably won't let you fall because he knows once you fall, I feel like everyone knows of God. Like, there's no one on this earth that doesn't know of God. And I think that they all have this, I don't even want to say firm foundation, but they all have this common understanding. When I have nothing else, then I know I can at least try God. Mm-hmm. That's crazy to think about because think about all the people that don't believe in God but know to pray when something's going wrong. They know to yeah. When somebody's in the they hospital, contra- they be they no, bro, no, ca- bro, the contradiction is crazy. But, but they will go a day in their lives, never praying, never reading a page in in the uh, Bible. And as soon as they pray, and if God don't answer that prayer, all of a sudden God ain't real. That one time you prayed, I'm like, weren't you just praying to the universe before this? 
Oh, that's, like, no cap. that's crazy <laughs> work. No cap. <laughs> oh, how you gonna blame God? You were just with the universe. Oh, but hey, blame the universe. Blame the universe. Blame the universe. Blame God. I hate people. <laughs> they, for real, they be like, my grandma died. God ain't do this. I'm like, bro, come on. She died of natural cause. Like, yeah, like, it's not I'm like she's funny. Like, she, like, nah, yeah, like fast. She's sit here like, and blame God for every <laughs> single thing that happens. Like, bro, that, I, I hate it. I It'd be annoying. Sometimes life just happens. Some life is still life just life. happens. Everybody has free will, bro. You cannot control what happens, who does what, none of that. Like, I'm not even gonna lie. I feel like I feel like death um, pulls a lot of people away from God too. Like I feel like whenever mm -hmm. people suffer a death in the family, they're left stuck with that. Oh well, she was a good person, or like he was a good person. God, why would you do this? Why would you do this? And like they take that run with it their whole life they're like oh well god took this person away from me so i'll never do this and the third just like i said it on the last episode that i was in i lost my sister but i never thought that way mm -hmm. you know like i feel like when something detrimental happens god leaves you with two choices he's like you can either you know go to me and mm -hmm. even 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 ask me questions or mm -hmm. you can just stray away from me at mm -hmm. e and like even when my sister did pass i wasn't like a full devout christian yeah but i was like if my sister was a good person, I was like, I know God didn't do this bad thing intentionally. And I just thought about it as in, like, this person was too good for this world and God was just bringing them home. I feel like whenever life happens, they blame God and they take it so personal instead of, like, actually, like, looking at the bigger picture and zooming out and understanding maybe what was about to happen next within y'all family or, like, within your life, maybe that person couldn't handle it. Or maybe it wasn't meant for that person to be around for. Or maybe mm -hmm. they weren't supposed to see it. I feel like people blame God for... Yes, he can't control it, but at the end of the day, we don't really sit back and appreciate God's will. So. That's facts. I'm sorry. <laughs> you about to say something? I think like you. Nah, you nah, 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 nah. nah you little. Nah, I'm good. Straight. Dang, y'all done said a mouthful, didn't y'all? That's yeah. a good one. Nah, we good? We did touch a lot though. We did, cause we like we were just hopping from topic to topic to to topic, and like Man. I said, I don't want to talk about too much because I don't want to get canceled. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> nah, it's gonna be a day where we tap into that for sure. Let's uh, let's we'll a few months, a few more months. Few months. We'll see, we'll see if we can't be scared to get canceled. Give bro. me nah, some time. We ain't, we ain't scared to speak God's word now. We, we can say ten toes, but I think that I think that's a wrap for this one. Y'all good? Y'all got any I'm more? Good, got I'm anything good. left in the in the tank? Any more ammo? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna save the clip. <laughs> save <it> for next time. <laughs> My boy didn't get everything he had on that last episode. <laughs> <laughs> no I came in. No Marlon was, <laughs> was like, mm -hmm, so we not going to have one. Yeah, I was, like, I was like, it's okay. I understand. I understand. <laughs> well, before we get out of here, Lo, what's one thing that you want to leave the viewers with that you've learned so far in your walk with Christ or anything that you learned from anything you've been reading recently that you can get them any, any game, any gems, anything that's been helping you out with reading your word, whatever it is? Um, one thing that I feel like is a constant, like, not even like blueprint, but just something that I always need to remember. And I think a lot of people can benefit from it. When life gets hard, don't run away from the one thing that can really save you. Mm -hmm. When life starts to life, go to God, regardless of however that looks for you. If it's just praying for maybe like once a day or twice a day and like once again the other day or reading one page of your Bible, just don't leave God out of that equation when you're going through something tough. Mm -hmm. That's good. What about you, Marlon? Any gems, motivation, quote, whatever. <laughs> um, I would just say find, uh, I would say find community, fellowship, accountability. I think that would help you on your walk with Christ as far as reading, praying, just having people to keep you up to date if you don't know where to start. You know what I'm saying? Find some friends who are more mature than you and uh, in their relationship with Christ, and they can help you. It's okay to ask for help. You don't got to look at it like it's just you and God. So that's all I would say. And it's okay to look stuff nice. up, too. When I don't know what I want to read, I'll look it up on Google. And that's how I've gotten more knowledge. Like, okay, mm -hmm. okay, this story's about this. I'm going to look it up. Okay, where is this story based at? Okay. Hex. Then I'm going to go in my Bible and find it. So it's okay to look it up, look stuff up, and ask for help. So, yeah. Let's go, my boy. Can I, oh, can I just ask y'all viewers a question? Just a, okay. Like, I feel like when you go home, like, I want y'all to actually, like, sit down and really think about this. I feel like critically thinking has really improved my relationship with God and understanding of how, like, the world works. I want y'all to sit back and ask yourselves, what's really holding your, what's really holding you back from giving your 100% to God? Like, what's in the middle of holding back your life from really giving it to God? Like, why won't you submit? And y'all yeah. don't got to comment or nothing. Just ask yourself <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, no cat though. That's Just ask yourself question. that. <laughs> 
And I also want to give, um, for those that's dealing with unforgiveness, write down on a sticky note, your whiteboard, making your phone screen, whatever it is, the simple saying of what would Jesus do. So keep looking at it, keep reading it, keep practicing it until you make it something that you live by. And I bet you your life will change. So, And send this episode to somebody who may be struggling with that also. You know what I'm saying? Tell them to lock in. My fact, send it to everybody you know that's dealing yeah, with forgiveness. Just tell them watch it. You ain't got to say nothing. Be like, yeah, yeah, tune into the episode. Don't even say, don't even say nothing about tell it. Tell them watch the whole thing and testimony too. Be like, so what did you learn from me? Yeah. <laughs> but send me the notes. Yeah, listen, no cap. Send me the we appreciate notes, y'all for tuning in. Make sure y'all like, comment, subscribe. Like Marlon said, send it to a friend. Lauren, you want to drop them your social? Y'all can follow me on TikTok at Daily Dose of Low. Y'all can also follow me on Instagram at Lauren Anita. Yes, Lauren. You want to drop yours? More Purpose Pod, baby. Come on now. <laughs> you know the vibes. We appreciate y'all. Y'all be safe. Love always. Love. More Purpose.